0: She's a best-selling author and life coach, obsessed with helping women to silence their insecurities, build healthy boundaries, and fearlessly pursue the life and career of their dreams. Join her as she provides you with strategies and real-life tips to create your best life. Welcome to Fearless Fridays with Marianne.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. Today, I have an amazing woman with us, and we are going to be talking about healing, mindset, and so much more. You are in for a treat, so make sure that you have your pen and paper ready. Dr. Debbie Silber, welcome. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Looking forward to our conversation. Awesome. So who is Dr. So, uh, Dr. Debbie? Tell us about yourself.
0: Yeah, well, it's actually my 30th year in business. And as life would change, so would business, so I started in health and then mindset and then personal development. And then I had a really painful betrayal from my family, Thought I did everything I needed to do to heal from that. And then a few years later, it happened again. This time it was my husband. Anybody who's been through it, you're shocked, you're blindsided, you're devastated. Uh, So I got him out of the house, looked at the two experiences and thought, well, what's similar to these two? Of course me, but what else? And realized, you know, I had never taken my own needs seriously. Boundaries were always getting crossed. So I, you know, I realized if nothing changes, nothing changes. So um, here I was, four kids, six dogs, a thriving business, and I decided to go back for a PhD. And it was Mm -hmm. in Transpersonal psychology, the psychology of transformation and human potential. I was changing so much, I didn't quite understand what was happening. He was too on his own, was ready to look at that. And then it was time to do a study. So I studied betrayal. What holds us back? What helps us heal? And what happens to us physically, mentally, and emotionally when the people closest to us lie, cheat, and deceive? That study led to three groundbreaking discoveries, which changed my health, my business, my family, my life.
1: Amazing, amazing. So let's dig right in. What holds us back when it comes to betrayal?
0: You know, well, what holds us back is number one, we don't realize or know, and I didn't either, there's a proven, predictable, research based way to heal from all of it. Mm. And that was one of the three discoveries. I mean, the the discoveries just clearly showed what betrayal does to us and what we need to do physically, mentally, and emotionally to move forward. And I'm happy to go through the the discoveries if that would help. Yes, definitely. Sure. So the first one was originally I was setting betrayal and post-traumatic growth. And for those who aren't familiar, post-traumatic growth is if you can imagine like an upside of trauma. How any trauma, death of a loved one, disease, natural disaster, leaves you with a new insight, awareness, perspective you didn't have before. But I had been through death of a loved one, and I had been through disease. And I was like, no, betrayal feels different to me. I didn't want to assume that it was the same for all my study participants. So I asked them, if you've been through other traumas besides betrayal, does it feel different? Every single one of them said, oh, my gosh, it's so different. And here's why. Because it feels so intentional, we take it so personally. So the whole self is shattered. And has to be rebuilt, think about it, rejection, abandonment, belonging, confidence, worthiness, trust, they're all trashed, and they all need to be rebuilt. So that type of healing, uh, when you do that, needed its own name, which is now called post-betrayal transformation, the complete and total rebuild of your life and yourself after an experience with betrayal. That was the first discovery.
1: Wow. That's deep. That's deep. So how does someone start the healing process or the work to bouncing back.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I mean, this kind of leads into the second discovery. There's so much to heal from because we actually realized that there's this collection of symptoms, physical, mental, and emotional, so common to betrayal. It's known as post-betrayal syndrome. And, and I've had easily 50,000 people uh, take the post-betrayal syndrome quiz on our site to see to what extent they're struggling. And a few things about that quiz. The first thing is, you know, we we've always heard time heals all wounds. And I have the proof when it comes to betrayal, yeah. that's not true. There's a, a question that says, is there anything else you'd like to share? And people write things like, My betrayal happened 35 years ago. I'm unwilling to trust. My betrayal happened, you know, 15 years ago. It feels like it happened yesterday. So mm. we know betrayal is a very different experience that needs its own protocol to heal. Um, And every couple of months, I pull the stats from the quiz. I'm happy to share them if that would serve. Yeah,
1: definitely. Share it all.
0: (laughs) Yeah, okay. Uh, So this is out of, imagine men, women, just about every age is represented, just about every country is represented. So 78% constantly revisit their experience. 81% feel a loss of personal power. 80% are hypervigilant, 94% deal with painful triggers. Those triggers are awful. So these are the most common physical symptoms. 71% have low energy, 68% have sleep issues, 63% have extreme fatigue. That's how you know your adrenals have tanked. 47% have weight changes. Maybe they can hold food down in the beginning. Later on, they're using food for comfort. 45% have digestive issues. And that could be anything Crohn's, IBS, diverticulitis, constipation, diarrhea, you name it. The gut's a wreck. Hmm. Uh, Mentally, 78% are overwhelmed. 70% are walking around in a state of disbelief. 68% are unable to focus. 64% are in shock. 62% can't concentrate. So imagine you can't concentrate. You have a gut issue. You're exhausted. You still have to work. You still have to raise your kids. You know, that's not even the emotional ones, ready? Emotionally, 88% experience extreme sadness. 83% are very angry. 82% feel hurt. 80% have anxiety. 79% are stressed. So just a few more. This is why I wrote the book, Trust Again, ready. 84% have an inability to trust. 67% 67% prevent themselves from forming deep relationships because they're afraid of being hurt again. 82% find it hard to move forward. And 90% want to move forward, but they don't know how.
1: So how does someone start moving forward?
0: Yeah. So and you can see it's not like 20%, 30%. I mean, these numbers are high. So Very. you can see the, the real impact. Well, you need to know what stage you're in. And that actually leads me to the third discovery. So this, for me, out of all the discoveries was the most exciting. And what we learned was while we can stay stuck for years, decades, a lifetime, and most people do, Mm -hmm. if we're going to fully heal, and by fully heal I mean symptoms of post-betrayal syndrome to that whole healed state of post-betrayal transformation, we're going to go through five now proven predictable stages. What's even better about that is we even know what happens physically, mentally, and emotionally at every one of those stages, and we know what it takes to move from one stage to the next. So healing, to answer your question, is all about knowing what stage you're in so you know how to get to the next stage. And I'm happy to share the stages if you want. Yes, definitely. What are the stages? Okay, sure. So they're all mapped out in trust again. It's what our coaches are all certified in within the PBT Institute. I'll give you a a, a little version here. So if you can imagine four legs of the table, uh, stage one, uh, where um, let's say the four legs are physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. What I saw with everybody was this real heavy lean on the physical and the mental, thinking and doing, not really prioritizing the emotional and the spiritual, feeling and being. But if a table only had two legs, easy for the table to topple over. That's us. Stage two, shock. Uh, We're blindsided, D-Day, Discovery Day, and it's the breakdown of the body, the mind, and the worldview. So right here, you've ignited the stress response. You're headed for every single stress-related symptom, illness, condition, disease. Your mind is in a complete and total state of chaos and overwhelm. You can't wrap your mind around the information you just learned. This makes no sense. And your worldview has just been shattered. Your worldview is your mental model, the rules that prevent chaos, that govern you. Right. Don't go there. Trust this person. This is how life works. And in a moment, you know everything that you've known to be real and true has just crashed and burned. The bottom is bottomed out on you. And a new bottom hasn't been formed yet. And that's why it's so terrifying. But think about it. If the bottom were to bottom out on you, what would you do? you grab hold of anything and everything you could right. to stay safe and stay alive. And that's stage three. Survival instincts emerge. It's the most practical out of all of the stages. Um, if you can't help me, get out of my way. You know, how will I survive this experience? Who can I trust? Where do I go? Uh, but here's, here's the trap stage three is by far, hands down, the most common stage to get stuck in. Mm-hmm. And here's what. once you've figured out how to survive your experience, because it feels so much better than the shock and trauma of where you just came from, you think it's good. And because you don't know there's anywhere else to go, transformation doesn't even begin until stage four. But because you don't know there's anywhere else to go, you start planting roots here and four things happen. You're not supposed to stay here, but you don't know that and four things happen. The first thing is you start getting all these small self benefits. You get to be right, you get your story, You get someone to blame, you get a target for your anger. You know, you don't have to do the hard work of learning to trust again. Can I trust you? Should I trust you? Forget it. I'm not trusting anybody. So you plant deeper roots. You're not supposed to be here, but you don't know that. Now, because you're here longer than you should, the mind starts doing things like, well, maybe you deserved it. Maybe you're not that great. Maybe this, maybe that. So you plant deeper roots. Again, you're not supposed to be here, but you don't know that. Now, because these are the thoughts you're thinking. And this is the energy you have this is the energy you're putting out there so like energy attracts like energy so now you're calling circumstances and people and relationships towards you to confirm yep this is where you belong gets worse but i'll get you out of here because it feels so bad but you don't know there's anywhere else to go right here is where you start using food drugs alcohol work tv keeping busy reckless behavior anything to numb, avoid, and distract yourself from what's so painful, to feel our face. So think about it. You do that for a day, a week, a month. Now it's a habit, a year, 10 years, 20 years. And I can see someone 20 years out and say, you know, that um, that emotional eating you're doing or that numbing in front of the TV or that drinking, do you think it has anything to do with your betrayal? And they they look at me like I'm crazy. They see what happened 20 years ago. But all they did was put themselves in stage three and stay there. Does that make sense? It makes a lot
1: of sense, yes.
0: And that's why, you know, trust again, the five stages, the five stages are all in here, but I found everyone was getting stuck in stage three. So from hardened to healed is just for stage three,
1: just
0: because that's where everybody's landing. Anyway, if you are willing... Willingness is a big word here. If you're willing to let go of the small self-benefits, grieve more than the loss, a bunch of things you need to do, you move to stage four. Stage four is finding and adjusting to a new normal. So here's where you acknowledge, I can't undo my betrayal, but I control what I do with it. Just in that decision, you start turning down the stress response. So you're not healing just yet, but now you stop the massive damage you were causing in stages two and stage three. What also happens is when you make that decision, it's like if you were to ever move to a new house, office, condo, apartment, whatever, you don't have all your stuff there. It's not quite cozy yet, but it's going to be okay. And when you're in that space, you're calming the nervous system. You're healing a little bit, but think about it too. If you were to move, you don't bring everything with you, right? You don't don't take those things that don't represent who you want to be in your new space. And what I found was if your friends weren't there for you, Right here, you've had If if they don't, and and people say to me all the time, I've had these friends, 10, 20, 30 years is in me. Yeah, if they don't rise, they don't come. You're changing, you're undergoing a transformation. Anyway, when you're in this space and you're making it okay, you're making it kind of mentally okay and kind of mentally home, you move into the fifth most beautiful stage. And this is healing, rebirth, and a new worldview. The body starts to heal, self-love, self-care, eating well, exercising. You didn't have the bandwidth for that earlier. Now you do. Your mind is healing. You're making new rules. You're making new boundaries based on what you see so clearly now. And you have a new worldview based on the whole road you just traveled. And the four legs of the table, in the beginning, it was all about the physical and the mental. By this point, we're solidly grounded because we're focused on the emotional and the spiritual too. Those are the five stages.
1: We could do a whole episode on just those five. Probably just on number three. Yeah. So, just so our audience can be, you know, sure and for certain, mm-hmm. what what's the post betrayal syndrome, and how do we know we have it? Yeah, post
0: betrayal syndrome is those the physical, mental, and emotional symptoms. That I mentioned, I, I read you the stats from it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the easiest thing is just to take the post-betrayal syndrome quiz. And then this way they'll see uh, to what extent they're struggling. But it's so common to think that, oh, you know, it's just, it's stress or it's aging. It's No, it's not. It's your unhealed betrayal. And, yeah, and, what I, oh, go know, ahead. And I was okay. going to say, and this could be the stats I read to you. It's not necessarily from a new betrayal. Those stats, you know, with the gut issues, with the sleep issues, with the all of it, could be from a betrayal that happened decades ago. Mm. Like yeah, because you have Because yes. that that's the truth right there. It is. It takes. You know, we think time heals it and it doesn't. It may soften it a bit, but it does not heal it, and my my study proved it. We actually, there were three groups in the study who did not heal, and, um, you know, I went into it thinking, oh, the ones who were the hardest hit would probably grow the least because they had so much more to overcome. That had nothing to do with it at all, nothing. And that's so
1: true because, like you said, if we haven't done the work, Mm-hmm. and we haven't overcome, you know, the four stages to step into stage five, we're just carrying it over from relationship to relationship, from, from event to event.
0: A hundred percent. I mean, you know, it's like a, one of the classic signs of an unhealed betrayal is repeat betrayal. The face has mm-hmm. changed, but it's the same thing. You know, like looking at my experience here, it was, it was my family. And then later it was my husband. And then i'm i made that for me that was the biggest decision i could make i didn't know how i was going to pay for it i didn't know how i was going to manage the time but it, that was the first thing i ever did for me it was always about everybody else and look what happened it changed my life mm-hmm. uh, and we also learned you know just to kind of close the loop on that rebuilding is always a choice whether you rebuild yourself and move on. And that's what I did with my family. It just wasn't an option to rebuild with them. Or if the situation lends itself, if you're willing, if you want to, you rebuild something entirely new, like from the ground up new with the person who hurt you. And that's what I do with my husband as two completely transformed people. Uh, Not long ago, we married each other again. New rings, new vows, new dress, and our four kids is our bridal party. And that's what betrayal does. It, you know, everything absolutely crashes and burns. And because of that, you have this opportunity to build something totally different, whether that's a totally new you or a totally new collective you.
1: So just in case our audience missed it. Mm -hmm. So the betrayal that occurred with your husband separated, you went through the work, you healed, and you guys ended up being remarried
0: again. And he did too. See, that's the thing. Betrayal will show you who someone truly is, or it'll wake them up to who they temporarily became. And uh, and it for me that was. I, and I've been in the ICU for eleven days, but nothing was harder than the work I did to to um, just to, to move through that. And the way true healing works, it really has nothing to do with the other person. And everybody who comes into the PBT Institute, they're like, oh, I just want to be okay with my partner again. We'll never guarantee that because what happens is very often when you do the work, if that other person isn't willing or doesn't want to, you will completely outgrow them. And so what happens a lot is people don't want to do that. So can you see my hands right here? I'm going to show you something. Yes. i forget this. Okay. So let's say you're here, and then there's a betrayal, shattering of trust, and that's it. And you're so brokenhearted. You're so upset. You're like, let's just get back together. Well, all you keep doing is this, right? Mm. And if it's not this person, it's someone else. But you're still staying here. What we do within the PBT Institute is the, the guarantee and all we do is get you here. We're, we're mm. you know, having you increase to your physical, mental, emotional best. But what happens is, if all you want to do is make sure you're here, you're going to do this work, and then you keep sabotaging yourself. You're like, okay, you know, because this person's here, and you don't want to outgrow them. But then you get frustrated because you're like, I like it here. Why can't they do this? But they're not ready. So eventually what happens is, if this person doesn't do the work, you get this. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Well, this person's like, what happened to you? You're different, and you're like, ooh. You know? So the whole idea is you do this on your own. If this person does this, that's truly up to them. If not, you know, you do this. But at the very least, when you do this and you are committed to staying here, no budging, nothing, you know, this person may step up, but at the very least this shows up. You play in a whole different field. That's yeah. what healing from the trail, that's the work we do anyway. Yeah. We have you go like this so that we don't know if this person is going to do this. This is where you're going to live though. And then life life is just so much better here than yeah. always doing this. That's awesome. So mm-hmm. I want
1: to make sure that, you know, just for our audience to know, what will be three tips on learning to trust again?
0: You know, trust is like a, it's like a brick wall. I, the only way I know of a brick wall being built is, is brick by brick by brick. And that's why, you know, and really it's the same thing. Every opportunity someone has to show that they're trustworthy. That's one brick in that brick wall. Now imagine the very person who built it goes and shatters the whole thing. You can look at the brick wall and say, I don't have the least bit of interest in watching that thing get rebuilt. However, if you do, your job is to be willing, and that's enough. Mm -hmm. The other person's job is to be a really good bricklayer. Mm -hmm. So here's the rebuilding trust piece, which I want to make sure everybody hears this. What I see so often is, person whose trust has been shattered, right? They're looking at the rubble of bricks. The person who shattered it, isn't really all that interested in rebuilding it. So the person whose trust is shattered is like, okay, I'll build it. Right. Well, that's why they don't trust. They never feel safe. They never feel valued because there's really no effort, you see. So it's that dynamic. That person who shattered the trust has to do an amazing job of rebuilding it, same way it went up the first time. Every opportunity they have to show that they're trustworthy, that's one brick in that brick wall. So how does a person,
1: how does an individual... Learn to trust again.
0: Yeah. So I so, know. Yeah. Oh, so I mean, I teach a four-step trust rebuilding process. What typically happens is people go right for, I just want to trust another person. And then when they don't build the foundation before that, it's always shaky and unstable. There are, you have to rebuild. You know, one of the biggest things that happens with the shattering of trust is you don't trust that person you trusted the most, and then you don't trust yourself. Because you're like, I'm a bright person. How did I not see? How did I not know? So think of the ripple effect here. You don't trust that person. Now you don't trust yourself. So then you think, if I can't trust the person I trusted the most and I don't trust myself, how in the world am I going to trust in anybody or anything? So self-trust, rebuilding self-trust is huge. Awesome. So
1: tell us a little bit about the PBT Institute.
0: Okay, so the PBT Institute is the Post-Betrayal Transformation Institute. There's no space like it. Uh, the The reason why it happened was because when the five stages were discovered, you can't make discoveries like that and go back to business as usual. So I took the five stages, put them into a program, and it blew up. And then everybody wanted to work with me, and I was like, well, how do we do that? So I created our certification program, so coaches and therapists and healers, can learn the five stages that blew up. And then I thought about it and I was like, well, I know what the, the research proved what we need. And there's like the wrong support does more harm than good, keeps you stuck, you know, all these things. So now that I know what works, what would happen if we put everything that works under one roof? That's the PBT Institute. So we have our certified coaches teaching daily classes um, and they all specialize in different things in narcissism and reconciliation and in addiction and divorce and everything. And then we have uh, master classes with the most amazing experts, self-paced programs. So people could just move through the stages at their own pace and the type of community that lifts and inspires and moves you forward. Not the like the kind of community that keeps you stuck. There's, right. there's really nothing like it.
1: That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So tell us a little bit about your books and where can
0: our audience grab a copy? Sure. So, um, the, I mean, this is from Hardened to Healed is my sixth book, but I would say, uh, trust <clears throat> again, this maps out the five stages from Hardened to Healed, uh, is all about stage three. Best thing to do is take the Healed or Hardened quiz. So you know where, which stage you're in and they can just find that at Healed or hardened beautiful beautiful
1: so as we get ready to wrap up is there anything else that you would like to mention talk about that we haven't had an opportunity to discuss
0: yeah you know i i would just say i know how painful it is i've been through it i didn't do anything anyone else couldn't do it's just if you you owe it to yourself to do something really good with something really really painful um and you can and there wasn't a roadmap when i was going through that through it there's If you're willing, that's the biggest word here. If you're willing to move through the stages, we got the rest. You you owe it to yourself to to heal. There's a version of you so healthy, so healed, so confident, so strong. And he or she is waiting for you at stage five. So stop playing around in stage three. You don't belong there.
1: Beautiful. And what would you say is a fearless tip for 2022 that whoever's listening or watching to us that they can implement immediately and start doing the work.
0: Yeah, you know, I would say if if there's one thing you need to just get rid of, it's all your self-doubt. Just get rid of that doubt. It's the biggest waste of your time. If uh, you're questioning yourself and wondering, can I do this? Should I do this? Get rid of that. If you have an idea, it's because you're the one to do it. Get rid of the self-doubt. Do what you're here to do. Heal and make the world better because of it.
1: Beautiful. I love it. Thank you so much for being with us today.
0: Thank you so much.
1: Thank you everyone for tuning in to another episode of Fearless Fridays. And I hope that the conversation with Dr. Debbie Silbert was inspirational. Make sure to check out the website so you can uh, take the quiz and be inspired. And in her own words, the only way to start healing is step by step, break by break. Remember that you are a priority and you matter. Until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you found this episode inspiring and motivating. Don't forget to leave a comment so you can win a fabulous prize at the end of the month. You can leave a review on iTunes or you can head over to YouTube or my Fearless Living Coach page on Facebook if you are an Android user. And as always, remember, you are fearless, you are fabulous, you are a priority, and you matter. See you next time. Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Kelly. The host of Getting Real with Bossy, the real, raw, and honest
0: podcast about small business ownership. We created Bossy to be a safe place to ask the hard questions and to get support that's necessary.